0: Hi there, this is John Frenet and welcome to an Encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this Encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight.
1: Some businesses succeed.
0: We're here with Steve Anderson, who is the... You're the owner, right? I am, yeah. And of Third Eye Comics, of Third Eye Games and Hobbies... And uh Third Eye Comics in Lexington? Lexington Park, Maryland Lexington Park, and Third yeah. Eye Comics in Richmond, Virginia. Yep. Which is great. And did you get your start here in Annapolis?
2: Yeah, Annapolis was our first location. Uh we opened in 2008 in April, uh right when everything went crazy. Uh right. and I was told, What are you doing? Why are you opening a business? And uh turned out to be a really good time to do it. <laughs> well, you were
0: you were on the um you were in that shopping center on West Street where the marijuana dispensary is trying to open up and now at this point.
2: Yeah, that's that's where we were. Um, We were there the majority of our time, and then before that, we actually – we were in a little shopping center on Old Solomon's Island Road, um, which was like – it was us and then a couple taxicab places. Okay. And then we moved up the road to where like the cigar place is now. Um, on old Solomon's Island Road and then in two thousand and twelve we moved over to uh, to West Street and then the West Street location was our home for a long time yeah okay
0: and that's where you that's where you really you really expanded that's where you, we really grew okay because you yeah. had you had third eye comics which was on the very end right. And then at one point, you got Third Eye Games and Hobbies. That's right. Which was two stores down or something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was something
2: yeah, it's, it's, uh, The opposite end of the shopping center.
0: And uh, and then you just, I say just recently because it hasn't been re- just recently, but <laughs> about two years ago, you yeah. moved over to Chinkapin Round Road, yep. sort of on the corner of Margaret and Chincapin, I guess, is probably the yep. best uh, thing. And again, you've got two separate storefronts there. Yep. You guys, I mean, I was reading some retail trade journal or something mm-hmm. like that, and there was a... You know, the 10 best comic stores in the country. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. Now, I'm not a true comic guy. My girlfriend's kid is. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I wonder where. It's like, number one, number two, Third Eye, Annapolis. Right, what, right, the, right, you know, right. what the heck? I'm like, wow. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't realize that you guys are, you know, this this big right here
2: yeah yeah we're um we're definitely one of the largest in the country um now to be fair um there's only about 2000 comic shops um operating currently in the United States really yeah there's not a lot out there um it's it's an interesting industry where um there's a very dense population of comic book stores on the East Coast and the West Coast, um, and then like that's where all the comic cons are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I get it. laughs> you have a good amount in like Texas and like Chicago, uh-huh. but like um, like the the further inward, you kind of need to be in areas where you have like dense populations and everything's drivable. A lot of areas where there's only like one comic shop for every like three to four five you know hours there's not as many stores because it's just more spread out it seems like it it seems like this kind of business lends itself more to like 45 minutes from DC 45 minutes okay. from Baltimore you know now, yeah. how, how did you get in,
0: into comics? I mean, uh, are, are, was this a hobby that you liked? I mean, have you always been into comics? Yeah, or, no, I mean, I was... uh, A night with bad drugs or,
2: I you was. Know, <laughs> something like this? I was, um, I was a huge nerd as a kid. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, reading comics and watching horror movies and skateboarding. I loved all that stuff, and I found a comic book store in uh, Bowie, Maryland. When I was, like, 12 years old, I just started going there and the um, the staff just were very cool, very nice. And um, I clicked with them, you know what I mean? Like, and it just felt like a cool place to go. And I felt at home. I uh, I just was into it. and I knew right then and there I wanted to be in this business. And um, I started working in a shop actually that same store, I started working there. Uh, it was under different ownership when I began working there. But uh, I started working there when I was about 19, maybe about to, about to turn 19. I was 18. Okay. Um, and I worked there uh, for about five or six years. I still wanted to open a shop, but for, you know, my folks were like, you got you to gotta do something a little bit more realistic. I did a few other jobs um, that I wasn't super wild about. I ended up basically saying, well, I'm going to screw it. And I um, I started delivering pizzas and selling my own comic collection i went back to work at that shop when i was 23 and i worked there for another three years yeah i when i was 26 we got the phone call from out here in annapolis there was a store that was closing we were able to uh talk to their landlord and take the uh the space on um and buy some of their inventory and that's when we opened up third eye um the store was green alien head Green Head, that was on um blah, 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 that it Francis was, Street. Yeah, it was. They it were was, in the basement of Francis Street at yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was downtown, and then they they moved up to Old Solomon's. And um, you know, uh, I had mutual friends that knew the owner, and um, he heard I was trying to open a store, and he said, "Look, I'm closing, and uh, you know, if you want to buy any of my inventory and fixtures, and you know, and we we worked it out, and." He's it. probably kicking his ass right about now, looking at how you... <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's, he, it's funny. He, um, he's actually one of our customers at the Richmond store. Yeah, like I was, I was, I was, I was like, holy crap, Ted, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of neat. What I found,
0: and uh, you know, again, prefacing that I'm, I'm not a huge comic book fan, but I find that the store and the times that I've been in it, yeah. both, both stores here, um, and actually I've been to Lexington Park one too, it's just, it's a very inclusive yes uh clientele um yes. you know you have you know you can see the the scary looking hell's angel guy with the tattoos yeah. and, the, and the and the spikes coming out of the head and right, everything right. else you can see the the lgbt people yep. coming in you can see the the businessman the yep. the nerd
2: and, and it's Annapolis it, city pd i mean we got everybody
0: it's just yeah. a really kind of a cool um
2: atmosphere yep.
0: now what made you decide to expand from comics into games and um, why why not do it under the same
2: yeah, so we, we started carrying uh, tabletop games. Um, I'd say about the second or third year, we had a small section. And um, now, when tabletop
0: games, you're not talking about like Monopoly and no, and like
2: like kind of like um, it, it's similar but kind of different. Like um, I think like the most popular one would be like Catan, which is like a resource management game, mm-hmm. or like God, what's another one? Uh, I think there's one called there's like Munchkin or um, Dungeons and Dragons. Is obviously, like right. one of the big ones. Like we we carried the basics. And um, and we had a very small section, and we just we watched it, and uh, you know, and we watched it grow. And then when we moved over to West Street. It grew a little bit, and then we were like, "Wow, more games!" And then we started bringing more games in, and grew it a little bit more. And then before we knew it, we were like, "We've got a pretty big game section. I don't think we can add a lot more to it." We were building it up; it kept growing up. The fixture did. And I was like, "No one's gonna be able to reach this stuff." So um, we uh, we talked to our landlords there, and we said, "Hey, uh, there's an empty space on the end." Um, and I've got a couple of really, and this is kind of like, honestly, this is the kind of the thing that like has spurred most of our growth. I had two really talented people working for me that knew a lot about games. I said, hey, I'd love to, you know, make you guys the managers of the store. And I wanted to give them room to keep growing. Yeah. And um, and that's kind of what we did. You know what I mean? Like anytime we do something new, it's always because I've got these great people that have been with me for several years and I'm looking for ways to keep giving them room to grow and and make a career out of this, you know. Do do you find that are your customers on both I mean, do you have your third eye
0: customers for third eye comics go over to games or is there, are they two separate client bases
2: or There's there's uh there is a good deal of crossover, um but each store does have its own kind of clientele. Yeah, so I mean, while there is crossover, I would say that there are two audiences and people will I guess the best way to put it is people will hit each other's store for like gifts and things like that but I mean there's definitely like if you're if you're into the gaming thing that's probably where you're that's heading. That's your destination. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I think I think you've got a, a an aura about the store that. Right. I mean, I, you know, I I like doing business with Third Eye Games and Hobbies. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't I go to Third Eye Comics? Right. And and vice versa there. I mean, you've got a good experience there.
2: Yeah. Um, we're very we're very um, the, the the core values of our store is just basically everybody leaves happy every time. Like that's our goal. And you,
0: you know, it's funny. I told you that my girlfriend's daughter was uh, I can't remember. It was Christmas. I went yeah. in and, and bought. And I said you know. And I, I made a point to send you an email and saying that, you know, just to let you know, I, I went in. It was, you know, late, and it was, and I mean, they were right on it. They were so yeah. polite. it was, it was just so quick to do. And, and, yeah, I know as a business owner, you you hear the shit, mm-hmm. but the good stuff, the good, it. the good stuff, you don't necessarily always hear. But right. you, you do have, you do have a good staff there. Thank you. And. One one of the things that you do really really well, and I'd like you to talk a little bit about this, is um, you know every now and then you go down Chinkapin Round Road now and you see like lawn chairs, umbrellas, and people like yeah. hanging out. You think like the Grateful Dead's in town or yeah. something, something like that, or maybe it's Nancy Hammond selling her print. I don't I don't know, but yeah. you you have these different events for the different releases and signings and uh, and everything else, and that's something that you have really grown that you know the the fervor yeah. about it.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I joke around a lot um, with the staff and stuff. And um, you know, I, I when I was when I was a teenager and stuff, like I I, I, um, I used to be into music and stuff. And I was I always wanted to be a front man, but I'm terrible at everything. I have no musical talent. And um, so, but I have I do have a good air for showmanship. I love building an event. The one thing that we've been and we've been lucky because here, especially at Annapolis, especially uh, we have just this great engaged customer base all of our stores have a great engaged customer base um but we have a lot of people up here that have been with us for about 10 years as customers that just they're they're there as much for the experience of the community feeling of hanging out as they are for the event itself and we've we've definitely worked hard to foster that and you know sometimes we do like just ridiculous silly stuff you know what i mean like we had a a a thing for uh Conan the Barbarian they just brought him back and we did a big signing for it and you know the first 20 people we had little gold paper crowns that could be King Conan and they get you know what I mean and like you know we we do like giveaways but they eat that like up that. yeah they love it you know and it's fun you know and it's everybody likes to you know just get ridiculous and we try to make it fun and you know we're very We're very good about making sure that the experience as a whole is, it can be stressful sometimes, especially with the really big events. We try to make sure the experience is consistently good. Uh, So, you know, we always make sure if it's a big event where we have people camping out, we have porta-potties, we we schedule staff later, we schedule staff earlier, we're engaging with them, all that stuff.
0: What was your biggest event, best event? That what's or let me put this: as your your most your most favorite event?
2: Yeah, I mean it may not have been the biggest or the best, but you know it's um man it's hard um it's hard to pick one, but um I I think that um I think I think my, my personal most favorite is um we did a signing in our second storefront on Old Solomon's. Um, with, uh with a couple common comic creators and um and they you know and they they were reasonably uh, popular names in the industry when we brought them in it was our first time doing a signing with um with like you know known creators and um and that to me is my favorite because it was such a big deal for me because I was like you know we like flew them in and we, we drove them to the store right. and I was like so nervous because you know you're like oh, these people are a big deal you know what I mean and it was it was it was really cool and that's the one that I I personally like really like kind of cherish the most. Our most insane and hectic one um, was probably Peter Mayhew, the actor who played right. uh, Chewbacca. Right. Yeah, that was that was off the charts. That was insane. Right. Yeah, I, I remember that. that. was about four years. Yeah, three, four was years. Right short. when the new movie, the first of the new movies, came right. out, Force Awakens. It was two weeks prior. Man, that was nuts. That was insane. That was very stressful. <laughs>
1: But yeah. but,
0: it, but it's over. It's it's funny. You talk about driving the, uh, the celebrities and, and, and nervous. I was listening to a podcast where a guy was a tour manager for, I think, Kenny Chesney, I think yeah. he, he was saying. And he said how it's so funny. You never know what you're running into when you get there. He says, one time we were at one show, and it's like they say, okay, well, we've got this yacht here tied up next to the amphitheater, and that's where you're <laughs> – that's where your green room is. That's where you can get dressed and eat and everything else. Yeah, and it's like yeah. this 70-foot yacht. That's great. He says the next night, he says you get up there and the backhoe drops the porta potty in front of the bus and says, there you go. <laughs> you, know, it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's like a crapshoot. You have no idea that's what's awesome. going on. And it's like you've know, you got to explain. They'll say, well, this is this is what we got Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you put on the show and you put it on for the people and then that's that's what the goal,
2: what the goal is about. Yeah.
0: You also do game nights at, at Third Eye Games. yeah. And those are, are those every night pretty much? Yeah,
2: we have a pretty full calendar. Um, Every night we have something running. Um, So like we do Dungeons and Dragons on Wednesdays. We do Magic the Gathering on Fridays. The the Magic. I've got a, (laughs) a friend of mine whose son's into it. Oh, it's huge. It's super popular. Um, You know, we have, like, Warhammer and Pokemon and everything. Is is Pokemon the app still a thing? It is. It is. It's not quite as popular as when it first hit, but it's still out there. Yeah, yeah. Both of our storefronts, the old one and the new one, um, because just a testament to how many Pokemon fans we have, have become gyms. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a special place where, like, people call when they're playing. Okay. I probably sound super old because I don't know, I don't know how to play it. But I, yeah.
0: I remember when that first came out, it, it was such a, a thing. My girlfriend and I were in Ellicott City, and we sat down on a bench and for about a half hour, just sort of watched, and we just picked people walking up the street just looking down at their phones and yeah. then all of a sudden looking up, and i going... Pokemon, 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 Pokemon. And, and, and we made this little. It was it was like 140 people in, That's crazy. in Ellicott City in the middle of the week at like six o'clock at night. I thought it was like un- unbelievable. It
2: way. was it was when it first hit those first like six months. It was crazy. Yeah, no, it really was. What's what's the most
0: uh, popular comic book series?
2: Um, right now, I would say, I mean, Batman's always the king. Right. Um, I feel like that's my answer whenever I, I do an interview about what's the big thing. Because Batman always, but right now, I would say Batman is probably the big one. Um, in terms of like, and that's just sheer sales, you know what I mean? Um, in terms of like what has the most buzz right now, um, there's a graphic novel by a guy named Tom King who actually, um, he's he's uh, semi-local, he's from the, the D.C. area. Um, really cool guy. Used to be, we used to work for the CIA, and like you know, like just a really interesting dude. Um, but he's one of the most talented comic writers in the business right now. Like he's a true superstar. He's really gifted, and um, he did a book called Mister Miracle, which is um, an old '70s uh, DC Comics character that Jack Kirby created when he left Marvel to go to DC. The Mister Miracle comic, the New Gods, all those characters—they're basically kind of Jack Kirby, kind of taking all sorts of different religious ideas and kind of just working them out. You know, Dark Side's kind of the great Satan character and uh all father or High Father is High Father is like the uh the great like kind of like, you know, Messiah character, and then in the middle you've got all these other characters that are kind of like Cain and Abel, but it's all kind of superhero style in a way. And it's really fascinating and it's really weird, and Tom King's Mr. Miracle is a very modern, accessible kind of take on it, where like it's dealing with things like post-traumatic stress disorder. It's dealing with depression. It's dealing with a lot of, like, mental health issues against the okay. backdrop of this, like, epic, like, superhero religion craziness. Yes. That's kind of bizarre. Yeah.
0: I, I remember the first time I heard the term graphic novel. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend of mine that uh, she unfortunately lost her husband just to just marry him and actually was just pregnant uh, in 9-11 in the, in oh, the World yeah. Trade Center. Yeah. And in, in coping with this, she wrote a graphic novel. And I remember she says, hey, well, I, I you know I wrote a graphic novel. And I'm thinking, going, why are you telling me this? You know, right, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to like my college days where like you read Penthouse Forum right. or something like that. I'm going, oh, and then I was realized, OK, this this is an illustration. Right. Illustrated illustrated book and it was, uh, it was it was it was it a fantastic book yeah um, okay so now you've expanded though we've got all these locations how did they, okay so we've got the two here in Annapolis at this yeah. point and then we moved to Lexington Park or when did that come in
2: yeah Lexington Park first started in Prince Frederick Maryland um, and we realized that Prince Frederick was too close to Annapolis most of uh, most of the customer base in that area at least for, for for our business you really only need one comic shop for every like 30 to 40 minute radius you know what okay. I mean okay um, it, it, people are, well, we're destination. So people are willing to drive there. If you have a good store, they're going to, they're going to make the trip to that store. The Annapolis store is a very special store. It's not going to be something we can replicate on that scale because it's just, it's massive. It's big. It has everything. Our other stores are fantastic, but they're scaled down versions oh, of sure. Annapolis. The Prince Frederick store was only about maybe a 30 minute drive from Annapolis, and most of the folks that are coming from there would probably we found that most of them were still just coming to the annapolis store anyways um because they were coming up here to go to the movies it's just another 30 minutes or 40 minutes and e- exactly and, and they've got much much more exactly and all of our, our clientele at that store was actually driving up from like lusby and Point south so um after doing a little bit of research we were there for about a year maybe a year and a half we uh we moved that store to lexington park maryland uh, right off of Three Notch Road. Right, and that's right outside of PAX. Exactly. Now, is that is that
0: a big draw for you? I mean, is it, that
2: it, it is? Yeah, the military. That, yeah, that's the mili- mili- military. bases are always good for us. You know, it, it's a it's a constant turnover of new people coming in. A lot of military guys love comics. A lot of military women love comics. Um, you know, it, it's 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 a very popular hobby.
0: I would also say just just from a practical point of view, it's pretty easy to take along with you.
2: Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly
0: to to move out. So that yeah. So so you're you're down in Lexington Park, and I've been in that I've been in that store. It's smaller. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. It's uh, it looks very similar to yep. uh, Annapolis with the black and white check floors yep. and the uh, and the walls. And I, again, a good a good staff. I bought a uh, I can't remember the game I bought, but it was a, a, a card game about knowing. What do you know about the people, your best friends, I guess? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It might have been Werewolf um, or something. something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, And I think we bought an expander pack of the uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: uh,
0: which uh, Which is always an amusing game to play. And recently you moved down into Richmond. Yep.
2: And how did that come about? Yeah, the Richmond story is an interesting one, and it kind of illustrates the uh, the most important aspect of our business and like what makes things work for us. Uh, we had a customer who reached out to us. So somebody was a customer of ours at our Annapolis store for years, and just randomly he reached out and said, "Hey, are you guys looking for work? You know, for help up in Annapolis?" And I said, "Well, what's going on?" Because I knew that he actually worked as a manager at a store down in Richmond, and um, he said, "Well, hey, you know, the store I work at is they're going to be closing in June, and um, you know, I'm looking to." You know, get a job, and I was like, "Well, let me talk to the owner." And um, I, I knew the guy, and he just from like knowing him as a customer, I had a very high opinion of him. Um, I, you know, he had worked at Barnes and Noble up here in Napa. This is for, the owner, was, was the customer. Uh, the manager? The manager, okay, yeah. yeah. And um, I just, he had great people skills, which is always the first thing I look for. And then he had great retail, you know, sensibilities because, you know, he had that history working at Barnes & Noble. He had the history working at the comic shop. So light bulb I mean? started going on in your head? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is, and, and, and he was cool. He's somebody that I had a relationship with that I could trust. I talked to the owner of that store. We worked out a deal and basically, you know, we bought the assets in the inventory and uh, we rebranded it as Third Eye Comics Richmond. It's it's doing really good. We're happy with it. You know, it's, it's again, it's a much smaller scale, but... It's, it's, we got a great team down there and the people and the customers are great down there. What's next? Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, I think that I'm going to take this next year to kind of just, um, tighten breathe, up, you breathe. know, <laughs> yeah, just breathe, like, you know, kind of conserve, you know, like I'll be uh 37 in June. So I'm, um, I, I need to, I need like, I'm I, oh, I'm really old. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't pull the all nighters like I used to, I've tried and I'm, I'm starting to feel that. So like, I think this year is going to be more about trying to. You know, get my get my health in order and like make sure I can keep that energy up and then I think in about two, three years before I'm forty, you know, then I'll go crazy again and open like three more stores. Okay. Yeah.
0: We're actually not in third eye comics right now. We're in a in a the, yeah. the, the brain, the nucleus of the organization, but there's yeah. another uh, sort of an administrative office back on Margaret Avenue. Yeah. And you've got a big warehouse behind here, so you, you're doing an awful lot of online stuff. Yeah,
2: we do we do a good amount of online. Um, is, that yeah. where, is that
0: where middle America that doesn't have the comic books do, is they, they go to you? A, a and- lot of
2: folks do, yeah. A lot of folks um, will order online with us. There's a lot of areas that just don't have, like every, like, you know... Like, a lot of the comic shops in, like, middle America, like, it's, like, one shop for every four hours. And that's just not realistic. People will drive an hour. They're not going to drive four hours.
1: Right.
0: They're going to go for it. They have an event or something, maybe. But Maybe, yeah. I guess what percentage of your business is online? Is it growing? Is that a... It's
2: growing, yeah. I, um... You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe like 10%, 10%. See, yeah. that's, that's 10, so funny because I, 10 to 15. S- I,
0: I see that there's businesses in downtown. Yeah. Obviously, you've got a, a different dynamic with right. where you are and I'm sure rents and everything else. But. I know some businesses in downtown Annapolis are just feeling the pinch on online shopping. I mean, and the big, big bad boy is Amazon, of right. course. I still think that's very strange, but I think it's very refreshing. Yeah, that there are, that ninety percent of your customers are coming to you because they want to, uh, you know, turn the pages and, and oh yeah, and feel
2: the product in their hand as opposed to tapping away on a keyboard. Absolutely. I mean, um, it's all about with brick and mortar. It's all about the experience. And it's just, you know, it, it's the sense of discovery. It's curation. Like, there's so many things. Like, when we, with with Third Eye, you know, we, we're we not looking at it as just, like, setting up a store. Like, we want you to feel like you're coming to Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like, this is, a, a, this is an expen- it's and without, experience. The, without the wristbands and the,
0: yeah, the, the, the hundred dollars admission.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're a lot quick. But uh, a lot quicker than Disneyland. But, no, we, we really want it to be something where it's, like it's Saturday, we're going to Third Eye, we're going to get some comics, we're going to check out some toys, we're going to check out some games, and it's it's like that sensory overload of like, oh my god, you know, there's a giant life-sized alien head on the wall.
0: What's your measurement? I mean, do you, how do you measure, I mean, I know I was talking to somebody who was talking about like a, a retail clothing store and said that we sell X dollars per square foot, and I know that doesn't work on... Absolutely everything but I mean do you measure like the time spent in stores? I've got to think that your the average customer for you probably spends a hell of a lot more time in your store yeah um, than the guy that goes to the 711 or the guy that goes to even Macy's or something
2: you know it's, it's hard to um, it's hard to really gauge it um, I've tried um, but we have so many different we have like probably eight different customer types mm-hmm. in terms of like what kind of because you have some folks that just pre-order. And you know they pre-order stuff through us because of the uh, scarcity. Okay. And they're they're not in the store very long at all. Counter, credit yep. card out. Exactly. And then you have some folks who come in and they they like the experience of you know us kind of like walking them through and talking about the books and 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 and, and you know. Guiding them through like what they're checking out and that sort of thing. Those people are usually in the store a while. You have some people that are really into collecting vintage comics, which we carry, and they can come in and be in the store for a good hour just searching through the bins. Uh, at the game store, you know, some of our clientele will be in the store three to four hours because we have the play space in the back, and they'll just be kind of you know hanging out, maybe socializing with another player. We have so many different types of customers; it, it's really, really hard to gauge. Yeah, you ought, to, you ought to get like a, a beer and wine license. Yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep
0: keep him here longer, but yeah, that's, uh, right. <laughs> um, coming in blind to this, what is the most surprising thing about Third Eye Comics or Third Eye Games and Hobbies that most people wouldn't know? Do you think that that you maybe it's a product that you have yeah. or a service or
2: what's what's just something like somebody would go, "Wow, I didn't know that." We literally have something for everybody. So you can come into our store and not be into you know, superhero comics. You can come into our store and not be into board games. We have something for everybody. Um, so that could be... I mean, like at Third Eye Comics, uh, the comic shop, we have an entire corridor of the store that's just book product and it's like it's books on art it's books on filmmakers i mean like i have a giant book on martin scorsese i just got in um you know it's books on like you know like music um the the tagline for all the books is books too weird for bookstores but okay (laughs) okay but like you know we have that kind of stuff we have books on like how to make art you know we have like you know things like that we have art supplies just so many different types of things that there, w- there is literally something for our store for everybody. Well, I, I know it is a
0: good store for uh, Christmas gifts oh yeah, and holiday yeah. <laughs> gifts and birthday gifts and everything else like that as well. I know you've got, there's, there's collectibles and yep. there's figurines and uh, I think I've seen a bobblehead or two. Every oh, now yeah. and yeah. But it's, uh, and you know, the nice thing, and, and again, I'll, I'll reference my girlfriend and her daughter again on heading to the beach this summer mm-hmm. or last summer, I guess it is. A perfect stop. Oh, yeah. on On the beach, okay? You've got... On a good day, you've got two and a half hours ahead of you. Yep. On a bad day, you've got like three and a half weeks
2: <laughs> until, you, <laughs> until, you, until you
0: get there. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I mean, and, and we're you're very convenient. Obviously, the location you're, yes. you're very convenient for Route 50 and you know getting on and off. I mean, you're we're very by conscious a mile. of that when we moved and from West
2: Street to over here too. We wanted to still be right there.
0: And I and I think it's uh, you know it's 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 a perfect thing. Or if you're if you're going to the beach, oh, yeah. If, if it rains, yeah. You know there there there's your entertainment, whether it be games, whether yeah. it be uh, books, or just you know have, having some fun, you know. And look for the uh, you know look for the events. What's the best way to um, get in touch with not you necessarily, but. Uh, Third eye. I mean, yeah. is it, I know, I know you're
2: all over Facebook and, um, so the best way to keep, kind of keep an eye on us, obviously, uh, you know, ThirdEyeComics.com is kind of the hub. That's where we post everything, you know, the central space. But if you want to follow us on a day-to-day basis, uh, Facebook.com slash ThirdEyeComics, that's our most active platform. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Twitter.com slash ThirdEyeComics. And, uh, we also are on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash ThirdEyeComics. And, uh, we update those daily and we check the inboxes daily. And we're pretty active on social media. So if you need to get a hold of us, you know. And then, you know, the best way to really, you know, reach out to us if you're just like, hey, I want to check this out or I have a question or something, just pop in the store. That's, like, literally the number one, like, I I can't stress enough when I talk to people when I'm doing conventions. I'm like, you know, like our – we have a great experience for online shopping. Uh, We have a great fulfillment team, you know. But the the, the in-store experience is just – it's it's really really good. Like we really like it when people come in and we can meet them and shake their hand and introduce ourselves. Well, it is. I mean,
0: you're uh, I don't want to say you're clerks, but you guys are consultants to a to, right. a, to a degree. I mean, it's <laughs> you, know, you know if you're looking for a gift, well, okay, what's the person into? What was this? In? Exactly. And, and, and and I mean, you know, okay, well, yeah, no, you're not going to go with the Batman thing. You're going to go with right. you know, something a little bit more realistic or you know less fantastical or more fantastical or something right. like that. Which is, I think, is is brilliant in that you're you know you're you're consulting and you're as yeah. you, you you'd mentioned we you know we sort of guide you along the yep. process as to where it is and um, obviously you've got some insider knowledge as to what's coming out and, oh yeah uh, and and everything else there so I think that um, it's great I know you've got uh, like a hundred and some odd thousand on Facebook that are yeah uh, all over and I, I do recommend coming into the store and checking it out thank and you it's been. Uh, you know, you said two thousand and
2: eight? Yeah, yeah, going on eleven years. Where did where did third eye come from? You know, it's funny. Um, so when I was when I decided when I when I quit the last job and I was like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna open a comic store. I didn't know when I was gonna do it, I didn't know how it was gonna happen, I just started saving money. I was like I had a name. I was like, Well, you know, I want something I can spell numerically because at that point in time People did still use the phone book. And I was like, if I if I if it's something I could spell numerically, I'll be at the very top of the listings when okay. you open the phone book. And uh that doesn't really matter now. Right and and A A A A A A A A comics didn't sound too good. Right, exactly. And then, um, well, you know, on top of that, the, uh, the name, I wanted something that just sounded, sounded good when you shortened it, you know, and there's, there's always been like, kind of like just like, you know, references to like, you know, like the third eye and different religions and things like that, like being like a mystical portal to creativity right. and things like that. And, you know, I think that's kind of cool. And honestly, this is probably the, uh. The, the nerdiest answer, but probably the most true. Uh, there was a really great, great uh, Swamp Thing comic series uh, by a guy named Alan Moore, who did a, he also did Watchmen and V for Vendetta. There was a, a bookstore in there uh, called Third Eye Books, and it was it was a completely fictional bookstore and all. But okay. I just I just was like, oh, that'd be kind of neat. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of a neat name for a bookstore. Well, it also worked out well
0: because you're also shortened. I mean, I very rarely hear somebody say, oh, I'm going to Third Eye Comics or I'm going to Third Eye, you know, Games and Hobbies. It's... I'm going to third eye. Yep, exactly. End end, end of the conversation, and uh, so it's it's a nice and short name there. Well, Steve Anderson, thank you very much. Congratulations on uh, more than a decade of time here in in Thanks. Annapolis, Richmond, and <laughs> Lexington Park, and all the other places in between. You know, come on out Chinkapin Round Road, right at Margaret Avenue, just past Margaret Avenue, between Margaret and West Street. Yep, uh, there might be another little street on the other side there that I forget, but um, <laughs> I get the the streets here in the design district confused. But, yeah,
2: you um, won't miss us. You'll see the. Big, crazy eyeball guy painted on the front of the building. The crazy
0: eyeball guy. His staff is wonderful. And, you know, congratulations. I'm looking forward to um, what the next 10 years brings. Hey, thanks a lot, John. I really
2: appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening to this special podcast for Ion Annapolis. Please be sure to visit Ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.